it's Ronnie Davis and you are listening to Why We Eat, the place to begin understanding why you eat so that what and how you eat has a chance to start shifting in lasting ways. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how and why cognitive eating was born and why I'm cocky enough to say I believe it has the power to change the world. But first, I want to ask you a couple of questions and illustrate why I felt that it was needed in the first place. So first, if you've done more than one diet or tried to make more than one healthy lifestyle change in your life, are you healthier, happier and leaner now than you were before you started? And if so, have you successfully maintained it for more than two to five years? Because if you haven't done that yet, it doesn't count yet. Or how many people do you know in your life who have been trying to do those things for years and have actually managed to successfully do so long term? Second, do you know based on the research how many people would answer no to those first two questions? 95 to 98% of people who have ever lost weight. In fact, according to research, 95 to 98% of people who lose weight will regain all of it within a year. And as many as two thirds of the people who lose weight on any diet, this is true regardless of how they lose the weight, as many as two thirds of them will weigh 11 pounds more than when they started within five years. Telling people what to eat is making our population heavier. Whenever I tell people that I help women with weight and food problems, they always laugh and joke and say something like, oh, so like basically every woman ever, right? <laughs> because we know that everybody is struggling to make the current system work for them. All you have to do is look around at our population and look at how many people are struggling with weight and food to know that there is something massively wrong with the system, guys. The problem is we've been blaming the people and telling them they just have to want it more, right? They got to build their willpower muscle. They got to try harder. But I don't care how many pounds you lose on keto or Weight Watchers or low carb or whatever diet you're doing or whatever lifestyle change you try to make. It's doing more harm than good if you cannot stick to it consistently and keep it up. And according to science, up to 98% of the people who try cannot. And again, this is a true fact regardless of how you, what you do to get the weight off. If 98% of the people who took a pill for headaches ended up not having their headaches go away when they took the pill, we would blame the pill, not the people taking it. But when it comes to weight and food, we blame and shame the people taking the prescription. That is so screwed up. And then along came the lifestyle change solution, right? All of those lifestyle change people telling you that they're not about diets because diets don't work, although we knew that. But in the next breath, they're still telling you how and what to eat. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys, if somebody is trying to tell you what or how to eat 
regardless of the words that they use or the fancy way that they package it, they're giving you a diet. How do I know? Because I used to be that person. And I really believed it. I really believed that I could tell people what the healthiest and the best way to eat was. And that as long as I packaged it as a lifestyle change and told them they had to change their mindset, that it would work for them. As long as they tried hard enough and kept trying long enough, right? And I really honestly believed that. And I really honestly thought that it would work for me too. I thought as long as I kept trying, if I worked harder, if I built more discipline, if I wasn't so stupid and broken, then I would finally be able to make this good, healthy living lifestyle stick for me, right? I believed all of that because that's what we're taught. With the exception of maybe one to two people in over eight years of being a personal trainer and nutrition and wellness coach, every single person I worked with said they struggled the most with food. And this was true regardless of their age, of their weight, of their fitness level, of their size, or of their gender. All of them. Our population as a whole is struggling with food and judging, blaming, and shaming themselves and each other for it. I used to think there's so much wrong information out there. Most people just don't know what they're supposed to be eating and when, right? And I thought, I have found the clean eating answer that everybody needs. And if they struggle to stick to it, they just need to try harder. They just need more willpower. They just need more discipline and they just need to want it more. But what I now know is that knowing what we're supposed to be eating is so not the problem. There are billions of pieces of nutrition and healthy eating content available to us in the world and hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people sharing their recipes and magic secrets about what they believe is the healthiest way you should be eating. P.S. Have you noticed they all contradict each other? But most people still aren't doing any of it with very much consistency at all. And all of the food rules and the healthy eating advice in the world is completely useless when people can't stick to it and people can't stick to it. It has nothing to do with willpower or discipline. Lack of information is not the problem. Lack of willpower and discipline is not the problem. We have all of the information we need. Even when someone literally tells us exactly what to eat, how much to eat, and when to eat it, we as a population just can't stick to it. It is not just you. You and your struggles are the majority. And here is why. Because for generations, the health and nutrition world has been so laser focused on the what, they are ignoring the why. Everybody is so busy researching food 
and telling people what to eat or how to move to make their bodies look better or perfectly healthy, they're so busy doing those things that they're ignoring the things that are actually driving human behavior. The things that uncontrollably and unconsciously drive the millions of tiny choices we make every single day. Our brains. Why are we so prone to eat or overeat things that make us feel like garbage? Our brains. We are told that it's because of what we're eating. We are told that certain foods are addictive. Or if you're in a really messed up echo chamber, you're hearing things like food attachments. So we're told if we even touch any of those bad things or those addictive things that we're screwed and we won't be able to stop eating them. And that's the reason that we're craving those things because we're eating them all of the time. And so that the answer then is to completely detox from all of it and to never eat those things ever again. Stay away from those addictive, bad, highly palatable foods completely. We just need to build our willpower muscle and make our health important enough to us that we never eat those things again. That's what we're told. And I get it because I used to believe it. I wrote entire articles about that exact same thing. Sugar's evil, it's addictive. I bought all of those same stories and trying to be good and listen to them all destroyed my mental and physical health. But when we learn better, we do better. And now I know that's a huge part of the reason why our population is struggling so much. I'm gonna put a couple links in the descriptions below so that you can um, find out a little bit more about that. But for now, here is what I know for sure. Trying to force ourselves to never eat certain foods again is a huge part of the problem because it goes against the ways that our brains survival instincts have been wired over the entire course of human history just to keep us alive. And when you remove all of those restrictions and learn to change the programming in your brain that's driving self-destructive choices, that's driving you to eat when your body's not physically hungry, then you're given the power to learn how to actually start wanting to not eat so much of the things that make you feel like garbage. There's no addictions involved and there's no restrictions, deprivation or willpower required. The thing is, like breathing and drinking water, eating is a natural human instinct that is vital to our survival. We are born knowing how to trust our bodies to tell us when we're hungry and when we're full. The problem is we are taught to unlearn it. We're taught to disconnect from the wisdom of our own bodies, to distrust ourselves, to make this most basic of human decisions for ourselves. And as a result, our brains take over the food choices. And they cause all kinds of self-destructive habits to literally get hardwired into their programming. And it changes the relationship that we have with ourselves and with food. Because guys, our brains are just plain a hot mess at being in charge of choosing foods. And those are the reasons behind why we eat the things we eat the way that we eat them. 
those are the things driving the choices that we make. You can start a new miracle diet with different food rules every single day from now until the end of time. But if you just don't care enough about yourself to change, or if you're using food to punish yourself or to numb emotions or to try to control everything around you, or you have habits that are hardwired into your brain that cause mindless autopilot, emotional or binge eating, nothing is ever going to change about the way that you eat long term because you are not changing the why. You're not changing the subconscious driving forces behind your choices. So one more time, just to let that sink in for you. Knowing what we are supposed to be eating isn't the problem. You know what you're supposed to be eating. The subconscious driving forces behind our choices is what's keeping us to be able, keeping us from being able to stick to anything consistently. And that is the problem. That is the key that we keep missing. Changing hardwired habits and the relationship that we have with ourselves and food, those are the keys to changing the way we eat and changing the reasons behind why we eat the way we eat is the key to changing our health and our weight long term. Now, the weight loss and diet world says that health, happiness and lasting weight loss requires we find the motivation and the willpower to follow all of their rules. You know what they say. The intuitive eating world, on the other hand, says that you're trapped in the body that you're in because you cannot ever lose weight anyway or keep it off. And so you shouldn't even bother trying. And then you should probably just accept your fate and just keep continuing to slowly gain weight forever. Now, they don't say that last part, I don't think, but that's often the result when you just sort of give up on yourself because you feel trapped in the situation that you're in. So... I created cognitive eating because I really felt like there was a gap in there and I do not believe that either message is true or particularly helpful. And when I was working through my own weight and food issues, mindful eating and intuitive eating alone were just not nearly enough for me. They just didn't address all of the reasons why I was struggling and punishing myself with destructive eating habits but they did give me useful tools that helped my entire process. The other element that helped make a huge difference for me were cognitive behavioral strategies with lots and lots of introspection and healing. So that combination for me was mind-blowingly effective. And so when I decided to switch from being a trainer to exclusively helping people with weight and food issues, I knew I couldn't do it while still being in the fitness industry, but I also couldn't in good conscience just teach mindful or intuitive eating either. So what was I to do? Where did I even fit in now? I really had no idea. So I decided to take everything I learned from both worlds and my own healing and forge my own trail. I took everything I learned about nutrition and weight loss from my time as a trainer and nutrition and wellness coach. Everything I learned from my own healing, from the anti-diet world, from my training as a mindfulness-based cognitive behavior coach, and I bundled it all up into one massively transformational system 
in which we address the three things that create weight and food issues in the first place and we address those suckers right at their source. First, we rebuild your relationship with food by removing guilt, fear, and shame so that eating becomes joyful and easy. Second, we repair your relationship with yourself by changing thoughts and beliefs that drive self-destructive and self-punishing choices in the first place. And third, we uncover the triggers behind mindless, emotional, and binge eating, and we rewire the habits that cause all of them. With those three elephant elements, massive, often rapid, but more importantly, lifelong transformation happens because we stop all of that extra consumption and we're changing our brains. And when we do that, the weight thing just sorts itself out. So cognitive eating has no rules. There is no focus on weight and there's nothing to stick to ever because it changes your brain. There's no failure possible in this system. You eat, you learn to eat when, how, why, and whatever you want with no judgment, guilt, or shame. It is completely empowering because you are in control. You rebuild self-trust and compassion and every choice is completely within your control. There is no wrong choice. You rebuild self-worth. You create nurturing rituals and choices based on kindness and love. You focus on how your choices make you and your body feel right now. And it encourages choices that make you happy and make your body feel good to live in today, rather than waiting until you get skinny and be happy to start feeling good. And instead of asking yourself, what am I allowed to eat or what am I supposed to be having right now? It asks, what do I need right now? What does my body need? What does my mental health need? What does my emotional health need? What does my spirit need? What do I need right now to be happy and feel good? My clients describe it as being like a whole new world because it truly is. Thank you for joining us this week on Why We Eat. Make sure to visit our website at www.cognitiveeatingacademy.com where you can subscribe to our mailing list, get access to our free ebook, Why'd I Eat That? Or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify so you'll never miss a show.